22nd day of the month. In Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 19-20 through 20. Be at peace among yourselves. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 13. The seventh beatitude, happy the peacemakers, they shall be called sons and daughters of God. One of the world's most coveted honors is the Nobel Peace Prize, and one of the world's most popular prayers begins, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. How ironic, then, that we seldom think it is our calling to be peacemakers. On day eight, we looked at the nature of peace, but today we look at the mission given to us to bring about reconciliation wherever we encounter alienation from God or discord between humans. Do we too often assume that our assignment is to stay out of it when we encounter strained relationships? Sometimes that may be true, except that always we are to pray for reconciliation and always we are to avoid any action that exacerbates the problem, particularly the carrying of tales from one side of the conflict to the other and participation in gossipy misrepresentation and exaggeration, both of which fuel the fires of animosity. But peacemaking is more than passivity. God actively engaged in peacemaking in the Incarnation. So surely, those who are to be known as daughters and sons of this God are called to be active in passing the peace. That latter phrase may be a helpful clue. Most congregations these days have a segment in the worship service called the passing of the peace. Too often it is perfunctory, merely an exercise in polite civility, detached from any concrete action in daily life. So here's a suggestion that may make it more meaningful and at the same time may make you more aware of your calling to be an ambassador for Christ. Every time you exchange the peace with others in a worship service, quietly say to yourself, God calls me to be a peacemaker at every opportunity available to me. Opening Prayer O God, author of peace and its most active proponent, so greatly did you desire the reconciliation of all things to you, that in Christ you assumed the humility of an earthly existence, indeed the humiliation of death by public execution. Give me grace to risk comfort and status in order that others may be at peace with you and with one another. In this cause, strengthen me through this time of devotion today, through Christ who offers perfect peace to all. Amen. Psalm 122 When they said, Let's go to the house of God, my heart leaped for joy. And now we're here, O Jerusalem, inside Jerusalem's walls. Jerusalem, well-built city, built as a place for worship. The city to which the tribes ascend, all God's tribes go up to worship, to give thanks to the name of God. This is what it means to be Israel. Thrones for righteous judgment are set there, famous David thrones. Pray for Jerusalem's peers. Prosperity to all you Jerusalem lovers. Friendly insiders, get along. Hostile outsiders, keep your distance. For the sake of my family and friends, I say it again, live in peace. 
for the sake of the house of our God, God, I'll do my very best for you. From the book of Joshua, chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. Now Jericho was tightly shut because of the sons of Israel. No one went out and no one came in. The Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and the valiant warriors. You shall march around the city, all the men of war circling the city once. You shall do so for six days. Also, seven priests shall carry seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. Then on the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall be that when they make a long blast with a ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people will go up every man straight ahead. So Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priest and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and let seven priests carry seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. Then he said to the people, Go forward, and march around the city, and let the armed men go on before the ark of the Lord. And it was so, that when Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord went forward and blew the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard came after the ark while they continued to blow the trumpets. But Joshua commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout, nor let your voice be heard, nor let a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I tell you. Shout, and then you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord taken around the city, circling it once. Then they came into the camp and spent the night in the camp. Now Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. The seven priests, carrying the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord, went on continually and blew the trumpet. And the armed men went before them, and the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord, while they continued to blow the trumpets. Thus the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did so for six days. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have oppressed will receive condemnation upon themselves. For rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For it is a minister of God to you for good. But if you do what is evil... Be afraid, for it does not bear the sword for nothing, for it is a minister of God, an avenger who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. Therefore, it is necessary to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for rulers are servants of God, devoting themselves to this very thing. Render to all what is due them, tax to whom taxes due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, Honor to whom honor. From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 26, verses 26 through 35. While they were eating, Jesus took some bread, and after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. When he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from all of you. 
for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike down the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. But Peter said to him, Even though all may fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you that this very night, before rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. All the disciples said the same thing, too. This is the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world through Jesus our Savior. Amen. From the Methodist Prayer Handbook of 2022, this is a prayer for teachers written by Alan Christie, a member of New Hope United Methodist Church, Frankfurt. Living Lord, for many of us, our ministry is in places of learning. You have challenged us to love our neighbor in places where there can be both the greatest highs and lows. Inspire us each day to love you first and then to love once again the reason why we help people of all ages and abilities to grapple with learning objectives. We pray that you will remind us that it should not just be about data, but about leading our learners to the next stage in their journey with you. Encourage us through your Son that we can explain the most complex things in refreshing ways by taking the time to be in that moment. Amen. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he should come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.